Posse Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I had a different shirt on, but changed just for this interview, Grassy. And I knew when we were bringing this man on again, I feel like it's the third or fourth time at this point. Mm-hmm. I've seen those, those Funko Pops a little too often. A few often. times. Yeah, a, a little a few too times much. now. I knew that I had to be representing because I knew that there would just be a scourge of Bears memorabilia and paraphernalia in the back. Right. This man, the legend, you can find him everywhere. He's on the YouTubes. He's on the TikToks as he's shown there in the graphic. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, a little thing called the NFL Network, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Adam Rank. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for, uh, for allowing me. Once again, to grace your presence, it's always an honor to be on with you. And even though that we are on opposite sides of the football spectrum, uh, when it comes to our fandom, I think that, uh, I think we've, we've struck up a nice friendship. Yes. I think I'm, I, I would consider myself friends with Aaron and then uh, that's it. That's the list. <laughs> that, that's that's, the that's list. where it ends. That's my John backer Nick. list right there. Actually, there's a sound guy named Joe. He's <laughs> actually really cool too. And then that's Shout it. Out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. Joe. Shout out Joe. to Joe. He works, he works with me on Monday nights for a total access post game. And I do actual football on that show. I'm like, we actually get the fan. This fantasy segment's been killed every week of that yeah. show. What are we week five, week six, or entering week six, Yeah, entering five six, consecutive six. weeks. The fantasy segment like, yeah, we can't do that. I'm like, perfect. Like I'm happy not to do it. You know, like if you think, you know, like Eddie Vetter, you know, going on to a, you know, like WGN or something probably just wants to talk Cubs. They're like, oh, but you got to play a live real quick. He's like, he doesn't want to do that. And I understand, by the way, I know where your mind is going. I know that I just compared myself to Eddie Vedder, but uh, I'm going to roll with it. I'm still going to keep that. I'm not going to change it. No, you you double down, honestly, like, and just keep like actually moving up the list. And you're just (laughs) like, you know, similar to John Lennon. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Like when Bowie, you know, Bowie (laughs) would come on to talk Jets. He doesn't want to sing Heroes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, he doesn't. He's, he's, He's done with that. No, um, it's it's great having you on again. And listen, it's Bears Packers week. You know, yeah. regardless of what else is going on in the world, is we always take some special time out to highlight the rivalry and the animosity and the, the grit that uh, is between our two teams. And the Bears are having themselves an interesting season. And I think what I love about this the most is last year we brought you on. I don't know if you remember yeah. this. I brought you on, and that's when my power went out. And I had to yeah. go do it like at my dad's house. And it was like set up a little dinky table yeah. or whatever. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. And what we talked about was a QB controversy because it was like, oh, like, you know, Nick Foles, like when he's going to come in and when he's going to start and like do all of this stuff. Right. And then this year, yeah. we got a little bit of a QB controversy to start the things off. And it's like, uh... there's only a controversy with one man. <laughs> Just one, because one Bears guy. fans were like, Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. And yeah. they were like, no, 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 no. You know, he's not our guy. You know, that's, that's not what we're going to do. But look, Justin Fields is now uh, your man for, for right now. What is your take on starting the season? Were you like, just throw Justin Fields right into the fire? Or is it kind of like, let him sit and learn? You know, I was I was kind of set up in both camps because I could see some real. I, I actually saw how good the defense was going to be. Yeah. for his played so far. Sean Desai being a, a disciple of Vic Fangio, I'm like, they should get the pass rush back. And I think if it wasn't this show, if I wasn't talking to you about it, I was talking to somebody, maybe it was uh, maybe it was uh, the Tape Never Lies Network where 
Bobby Quinn last year Dude. was was top 10. Well, no, he was top 10 in pressure rate. When you look at next-gen stats, okay, and our, our own Nick Shook of the NFL Network pointed this out to me, he's like, Bobby Quinn, top 10. He actually got to the quarterback a lot. He just didn't wow. get a lot of sacks. Yeah, And I'm like, that's interesting. I go, okay, so he went back. Well, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, he is getting to the quarterback. He's just not getting sacks, which, you know, for a lot of fans, you just recognize the sacks, and sure, that's sure, the sure. thing that matters the most. And I'm like, okay, so there's a de- there's a decent chance this defense turns around. And if you want to go with Andy Dalton, because you want to be competitive in some of these games. I get that. I understand it. The only problem was, is they bring in Justin Fields for one play yeah. against the Rams, and he just throws a bullet. And you're like, yep. oh, damn. Like, okay. Like, this guy I can. Want more of that, please. <laughs> and then Andy Dalton runs the same play and gets the ball batted up and then intercepted. And they're like, it's not his fault. I'm like, he's throwing it into the hand of a defender. That's his fault. Like, it's yeah. the, yeah. If a receiver catches it and it gets jarred and it goes up in the air, like, okay, I can, I can, I can kind of see that. But when you throw, no, you saw the defender there, you threw it there. That's your fault. So at that point I was like, yeah, it was a bad idea. They should have just gone with Justin Fields uh, right from the start. And understandably, he's going to be a little bit limited as a rookie signal caller. I think that Justin Herbert has spoiled us. Now the way that, the way that Odell Beckham Jr., raise the expectation level for receivers as a rookie. And of course, Justin Jefferson was great last yeah, year. Yeah. He's kind of extended that now where you're like, wait, if this rookie receiver is not leading the NFL in receiving, he's, what do we he's do? Terrible. Yeah. He's awful. And then similarly now, because of Justin Herbert, every single one of the first round quarterbacks last year outside of Justin Fields looks like a bust. Cause they're like, well, he's not doing what Justin field or what Justin Herbert did. But <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, we're in week six, but I'm good. I'm good with the way that Justin has played. I thought the game plan against the Las Vegas Raiders was the correct one. They identified the ability to run the football on that team. They played solid defense. They knew that getting pressure on Derek Carr would cause some disruption, especially they were coming off a short week and a, a tough loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. So I thought they played all the right notes. And you know what? That that controversy was swirling over over the Raiders. And it's funny because, and I like Adam Archuleta. I think he does a nice job. They were talking about it during the game. They're like, oh, this Raiders team seems out of sync. I'm like, why do you, what could be the, what could be the root cause of that? Like, I I know a lot of the stuff that came out on Monday was horrific, but it's like, oh, did you not think though? Like the, the coach sending, you know, racist emails like that might not have caused it. Like, I don't think that everybody in that locker room bought the the excuse. I think the the, the Bears kind of played it as well as you could. Like that sure. Raiders team was out of sorts. They put together a decent game plan. Like, why would you put your quarterback expose him more if you don't need to? So I thought that it was a it was a good way to handle it. And um, I'm ha- I'm happy with what we've seen out of Justin Fields so far. The fantasy community yeah. thinks he sucks, but uh, as a a fan of sport, I think he's been playing pretty well. Well, I think. The, the things that you have, here's like were my concerns, honestly, and it really didn't have to do with Justin Fields. It was the fact that David Montgomery was out. 
Because mm-hmm. that, I was like, that is going to have a bigger hindrance on Justin Fields because you have the defense that could keep them in game. So, like, Justin Fields doesn't need to go out there and throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. He just doesn't have to, right? right? And on top of that, you know, he had a run game to lean on with David Montgomery, who's a great running back. When he mm-hmm. got hurt, I was like, that's going to be kind of like a big old problem. But if you guys do just enough and the defense is able to hold opponents to less than 20 points, like there's a good chance you're going to win that football game. And that's what I'm telling Packers fans because this week, I mean, obviously David Bakhtiari, you know, he can't, he's not eligible to come back until after this week, but Elton Jenkins, you know, has been out. We had Josh Myers, our rookie center. He was out. You know, this is a team that you want at full strength at offensive line as much as possible because you know, with Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, you know, Quinn coming about, like they, they got some players over there on that defense, uh, especially along that line. Yeah. It is one of those things that it's funny to see the pack, some of the Packer fans and, you know, like a lot of, like, I will be honest, like there's a good, good chunk of them that understand everything that you're saying. And there's sure. others that are just like, Oh, your team's washed. We're going to put up 400 points. I'm like, I get it. I mean, we've seen it enough over the years. Sure. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Like you get that feeling. I, I still think, and I know that I'm deluded in thinking this way, but I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is a team. This is a, a situation where, okay, this is a, this is a winnable situation where in the last couple of years where you've gone into these games against the Packers, you've been like, oh, dude, like everything's going to have to go perfectly <laughs> and something atrocious is going to have to happen to the Packers. But it's very similar to me to 2018, especially the last the game or the, 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 the North clinching game with the back sack and everything like that, yeah. where it's like, and even I remember that game and Eddie Jackson has the interception in the end zone gets hurt, mind you, for trying to run it out, which I will, God, why, <laughs> why just fall on the ground? I think um, one of our guys did that recently too, but it doesn't matter. Um, But even in that game, you're like, Oh God, like it's still Aaron Rodgers. Like it's, there's sure. still like, I'm never going to be comfortable like it's fun, like the back sack and all that stuff is happening. And you're like, I don't want to laugh too hard. Yeah. I just know. I'll laugh I when it's zero. Yeah. That's when, when I'll laugh. <laughs> when the game's over, then I'll run my mouth. I won't go to Twitter. I won't do anything <laughs> like that. And uh, I'll keep it to myself. But I think that this situation, uh, the way it presents itself this week, is a good opportunity for the Bears for the reasons that you laid out. Like the, there's a lot of injuries to the offensive line, and, and I'm not gonna, and I'm, and I'm not one. And I, I know people will be like, "Well, you're, we're all hurt." Like, okay, like the Packers' offensive line is banged up. Like that's a thing. But we have a good. We we lead the league in sacks. So yeah. it's not like we don't like if we do dominate the line of scrimmage. It's not a fluke. Like we're still no, a good no, no, team, no, no. but you can still acknowledge like, well, you know, they've had some injuries. Their best offensive lineman's been out since the end of last year. We get all of that. And yeah. so I think that things are lining up to where like this could be a close game and it's, and it could definitely come down to Justin Fields having to make some plays. And I thought that that was the biggest key for me last week was that when they asked Justin to go out there and make plays, mm-hmm. he did it. Obviously the, the touchdown pass to, to Jesper Horstead was great like that. Whoo. I love I love the way like he's got moxie like that. That was a tight window throw that he made in the only spot he could make it. He had a big third down play to Darnell Mooney and then backed it up the following play. He hits Cole Komet on a really nice pass too. And it's like, look, this is, I'm happy with this. Like it would be fun. It's fun to have a quarterback who goes, I I, I don't know what this is like, 
But have a quarterback <laughs> who goes out there and throws for 400 yards and is like, oh, this is great. But it's like, listen, if we play boring ass Bears football, where we're our defense is good, we're running the football, yep. and then our quarterback is a backbreaker who's like, God, that guy just makes great plays. Like, just yeah. make you know what? This is I don't know if this is the right analogy, but I think that you I think you're you might be old enough that this will resonate resonate with you about like sometimes it's not always like the biggest superstars that make the biggest plays. Sure. But as a but as a Packers fan, you might be too young for this. But Jay Novacek, I feel like back in the day was like the hugest. Like I remember with that rivalry in the 90s, yeah, watching the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Packers. And Jay Novacek, every time you'd watch games, you're like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's making a big play every goddamn time. Every play, yeah. It was third and nine, 10 yard pass to Novacek. You're like, who is like he played at Wyoming? Yeah. Like the Cardinals let him go. Like, why is this guy not in the Hall of Fame? Like every time you'd watch that. So I yeah. think that like, like if you could have like that kind of vibe, like if this season, and eventually I would love for Justin to be the 500 passing yard guy. Sure. But for this season, if he's the dude who's just like, hey, you know what? Like he's throwing for 174 yards, but the Bears are seven of nine on third down. I think that to me is the most important thing. Absolutely. I mean, because that's kind of what has been lacking. Like you go back to like I go back to like even the Vikings, right? Like when they had Adrian Peterson in that really good defense and they were just missing a quarterback and they bring in Brett Favre and they go to the NFC championship game, right? Yeah. Like you had the pieces even with Trubisky because you had a great running game, you had a great defense, and you go to the wild, like you go to the playoffs and you win the division. So I yeah. think like if you have a guy who's not a liability back there and is a guy who can make like those clutch throws and doesn't even need to make them all the time, but just clutch those to extend drives, you know, maintain time of possession, like that's all you could really ask for there. And I know that, you know, how a lot of Bears fans felt about like Andy Dalton, like they kind of just wanted to turn the page very quickly, especially yeah. when you trade up for fields, like there's all this like fervor that's building up. And I think that what that kind of leans into this next question about like Matt Nagy, who has gotten all of the the criticisms, what have you. And he's been getting this for years now with the play calling and just like the style and the decisions that he's making as a Bears fan. Like, how do you view Matt Nagy at this point? You know, and and just like the job that he's doing, is he a guy that like needs to get out there ASAP, like just just let him go? Or are you just like, let's see how he does with Justin Fields? Like, is there a little bit more patience there? It's interesting because it feels like the players like him. You know, I mean, over whatever's happened over the last three years, yeah. and we can talk about, you know, the quarterback situation, how it's been mishandled, bouncing back and forth and everything. This team still makes the playoffs. Like, they've gone to the playoffs two out of the last three years. Maybe yeah. they backed in last year, but you still have to buy in like this isn't they never quit over the last three years they've never quit they've you guys never the quit MVP, okay yeah MVP. The, MVP. <laughs> the MVP. they never quit on this coach and that's you know that i mean it's the proof is in the record unless something happened this season where everybody just bailed on them and we're like nope this team's mailing it in like it's i don't know how you get rid of him i you know what? I know that this has happened before. I mean, heck, they did it with Lovey Smith, who was 10 and 6, mm -hmm. and they got rid of him. It would be a very hard question, you know, for I mean, Ryan Pace could probably like if if this team is 500, like let's say they go 9 and 8. Yeah. And whether they make the playoffs or not, Ryan Pace is going to be safe. I think Ryan Pace is safe regardless. 
And I still have, and if, but I think that you'll be able to tell like this team is progressing or we've, we've, we've reached as we've gone as far as we're going to be able to go with this. Sure. With this you've done this job. Like you're a, like, we've seen coaches like this in the NFL before. Like we've seen guys like, um, uh, North Turner. I think there's like, Oh yeah. Like a decent enough coach, but it's like, you're not getting to that next level. Plateaued. Like not, yeah. yeah. Like we've, we've reached our point here. I think that there is a, there's a possibility that, you know, if Ryan Pace is sitting there and he's, you know, his job is eventually going to be on the line and putting it to him, like, Hey, do you want to be tied to this coach forever? At the end of the season, like whatever the record is, you know, like there, it's going to come to a point where like, Hey, listen, Ryan, like, do you want to be tied to this coach forever? How do you feel about this? Yeah. And he knows as well as anybody, there could be a move made. I, I said this after the bills preseason game. And I said this again to our, to our friends over at the, can I say the tape never lies network? I don't know how much, I don't know how the rivalry works. I feel like we're all friends here. It's all good. Is that good? Is that good or good. is that bad? It's all I good. Put, I put you over when I'm on their show. So I think turnabout's fair play. Cause I, cause I, no, I always talk about you. I go, yeah, the, the grassy posse, like who, like that's, that's a good guy. And they, they never believe, I think it's an act. But they never believe it. I'm like, he's fine. As long as you're not Jason Lock and Fora. I think that's the one they live. Like, <laughs> but I think that even there's a couple other ones, but I always with you and Aaron, I'm like, come on. Like those are good people. They're okay. They're, they're good people. Um, but I made this point on their show that the, the preseason game with Mitch was not yeah. so much about Mitch. I think it was Brian Dable auditioning for the Bears. Like, hey, look at this quarterback you guys had. I'm going to make him look like a superstar. Yeah. You hire me as your next head coach, and I will do that with your current quarterback. Ooh. So I honestly believe that – I don't know. That's I think they – I think they – I. I don't, it feels like the wheels are in motion. And I don't know. And I like Matt Nagy. I think that he's good. And, but again, it's going to come down to the, how Ryan Pace feels about this. Yeah. If he wants to be tied to this guy forever, you know, it was that, I don't know. Cause like whoever the GM was who fired Marty Schottenheimer to bring in North Turner, like that was a like, well, I'm tying myself to this coach forever. I feel like you've had a couple of those moves now, right? So whether it's trading up to get Trubisky, right? In which like fans were like, that's it. Like that's the move. If this guy doesn't work out, like that, that's on you. Trubisky doesn't work out. And then now it's like you trade up massively to go get Justin Fields. Like they're doing it again. Like not as, Ryan, Ryan Pace not is like a, second chance. Not as much as the 49ers traded up for Trey Lance. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like that's that's a career definer, one way or the we, other. We know what they were really doing, right? Do we know this? Do we? Can we talk about that? I mean, I don't know. Sure. I think working for the NFL, I don't even know if I'm allowed to discuss that. <laughs> but we know like what was, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any insight. This is my sure. conjecture. This is my, as a fan, like they were not trading up for Trey Lance. I think they were acquiring picks for a quarterback. I just don't think it was that one. I think they were looking more for a veteran, but that's just me. I'll leave it at that. Well, I mean, they were interested in Aaron Rodgers. Like that, you know, like there like okay. there was that stuff do you that not, went out. Do you not think that that's what happened? Like I I feel like this is my this is my conspiracy theory. And so Aaron Rodgers I listened pick and then traded for Rodgers. That's what I feel like they were doing and I feel like they got caught and they're like, "Oh, crap. What do we do now?" Well, I I remember like there was a lot of 
like, oh, is it Mac Jones? Is it Trey Lance? Is it like Justin Fields? And like, I don't know if that was just the 49ers keeping the doors closed really well, or maybe they just didn't know. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I think I, if it's me, like, I think they bought the tuxedo before they asked the girl to do the dance. And they're like, oh, so you you don't want to trade Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, and if so, and if so, and if the Packers baited them into making those moves and then we're like, yeah, dude, we're not trading you Five D chess, baby. <laughs> that's even better. That's even yeah. better. I would have to give them a lot of credit. But I honestly, I I feel like I'm like, you had like they, that. None of it makes sense. Trey Lance doesn't make sense. Like it does like no disrespect to him. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. That, that's not a move up to the third overall pick. I think Justin, I think Justin Fields would have been, would have made more. I would have been like, okay, I buy sure. that. Cause Justin yeah. Fields is a, you know, we've seen him in a power five conference do very well. Sure. Trey Lance, Trey Lance checks all the boxes of Mitch Trubisky. Like he's athletic. Yeah. He's got a lot of upside and he just didn't play a lot of football, but yeah. like all the intent, you're like, dude, like I saw that's exactly the same thing that they used to tell us about Mitch Trubisky. And if it comes back around, that the team that rooked us for for the Mitch trade gets Mitch themselves. Oh, I will I will be delighted. <laughs> like, I will be delighted. This worked out wonderfully. This well, because I feel like Trey Lance is going to be good. Like once they actually have like their running backs back, like like you know, like Raheem yeah. Mostert. Because I feel like then you have to worry about like a scrambling QB like with a run game. Like I feel like they can make it work. I mean, I don't know what Trey Lance is going to look like. But you mentioned like this whole like trading up and what have you, and you even mentioned Trubisky. Like I, I will die on this hill that Trubisky is is not an elite quarterback. Right? I know he's the MVP, right. so this is going to come as a shock. But like he's not an elite guy. You can never take that away from him. However, I do not think that he was put in the best position to succeed in Chicago based off of his skill set, because whether it was not utilizing his scrambling ability, whether it was not constantly feeding the ball to David Montgomery, like over and over and over again. I just feel like Trubisky, you knew what you had in him, right? He wasn't going to be like this world ender Aaron Rodgers, Like I'm going to go and like do all these things, but he had a certain set of skills like Liam Neeson. And like your job as the coach is to like go out and make him successful. And I just feel like time and time again, that wasn't the case. Like, and there was times he missed throws and like, I'm not saying that Trubisky like would have been amazing with Chicago, but I feel like your job as a coach is being like, Hey, this is what we have for at least the time being, let's make the most of it and try to make him successful. And I don't think he was always put in those situations. You know what? And credit to John Harbaugh for bringing in Greg Roman to be the offensive coordinator for the, for the Ravens, obviously, because Roman had that success with Colin Kaepernick. And that to me, like a couple of things, like that's exactly what I thought when they brought in Mitch and you started looking at his skill set. Because to me, he was, I, I would watch it and be like, oh, he's like, he he runs, he has a very similar game to Colin Kaepernick to the point of, I wish they would have brought in Greg Roman and Colin sure. Kaepernick as his backup. Cause then like there would have been a seamless, the offense doesn't have to change, which is really why I love him in Buffalo right now because he's, he's like a Kirkland version of Josh Allen, like a vegan version of Josh Allen, where it's like, ah, oh, it's similar. Like it's the, uh, the, uh, the, the almost meat type thing, like, but, <laughs> but it's, it's perfect beyond meat. <laughs> beyond meat version of Josh Allen. And honestly, I know that Mitch is going to desire to be a starting quarterback somewhere. Sure. Probably not going to happen. I would, I would be Josh Allen's backup for the rest of my life. Live in Buffalo, wonderful town, 
wonderful, t- un- wonderful, amazing fans. Yeah. And just be like, you'd be a cult hero. You go in twice a year, maybe you win a game. Like you'll be a hero. Like you'll never drink. You'll never pay for a drink. I should say yeah. in town again, people will love you. You're handsome. Like you'll probably get a endorsement <laughs> deal with new era. I don't know. I think that's a pretty good, I think that's a pretty good spot, but yeah, like there, it is better to have a coach that is going to design an offense like the way the Ravens have for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And that really should have been the case with Matt Nagy. Now, Matt Nagy took over a job where Mitch was the quarterback. Like it's yes. no way. No, 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 no way. Right. Yeah. Cause Fox was his, yeah. Cause Fox was his quarterback. I mean, you, you, you know, going in like what he's going to be able to do. I mean, maybe he needed to get under the hood. Like he evaluated him coming out of college. Yeah. You know, because he was part of the Chiefs staff. So, of course, they were looking for a quarterback. And so, to me, you know, you know, when you're taking the job, you know what he's like. You know what yeah. his strengths are. Like, design an offense for him. Go win some games. Maybe they did in 2018. Because I think there was a, after the Harrison Smith play, when he injured his shoulder in 2018, yeah. there was a decision, a business decision, it seemed like. And I don't blame him because, like, playing football is scary. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm not gonna run as much, and yeah. I get that, which is fine. Like, but that kind of takes away from your game. That is- it does. Well, I think when you're not like the greatest thrower, like you, you look for what. All right, what else can you do well? And what made you folks so successful that one year was you had the defense and like yep. you had the power run game. Trubisky had a great year that year because it's like, hey, like we could break your back. Like here, we're just gonna constantly pound the ball. And then, like, I'm going to make, like, these third down throws on, like, third and two, third and three, and we're just going to extend these drives. And, like, that was fine. Like, that's the way it worked. He was scrambling a bit more. You know, like, it worked. And I think that, you know, whether it was injury or whether it was just, like, the play calling, which has definitely been criticized, it just – it didn't make sense to me. And I'm – and this is just my mindset. If you have a brand-new QB in Justin Fields – do you trust Matt Nagy to put him in the best situation to succeed? And what you're talking about with the Raiders game, it seemed that like maybe there's some learning, even though I know he's not doing play calling anymore. Right. You know, like that would be my major concern if I was a Bears fan and, you know, was down on my luck and chose that team. But like, it would be like that concern about Matt Nagy. No, that, that is what's going to be, you know, hanging over him for this entire season. Yeah. And you know what? He'll get his chances. I mean, it is still sure. week six. You know, he's Justin has been very good on deep, deep passes. Like that's his forte. That Him is his thing. have a nice connection, man. Like they, I was like, mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's looking good. Almost to that. It almost hurts because you're watching. And I thought this last year, like every time Darnell Mooney made a big play last year, I'm like, well, we're, we're sealing Allen Robinson's fate here. Oh boy. I know how much you love Robinson. I love Robinson. I think he's amazing. And I wish that we could keep him forever, but I'm, I'm already getting ready for him to leave and for Chris Godwin to come in and take his place. We're just going to get a younger former Penn state receiver to come in and take over at some point where you're like, all right, I guess like I would have rather have just extended Robinson, but you know what? I think the Packers have shown the model of like, we don't need any other receiver. We're just going to get one good guy yeah, and we're going to funnel all the targets to him. Yeah. I mean, like I they all know the ball's going to Devonte Adams and they still, he still gets 200 yards. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. it is insane. Like I know like fantasy wise, like people, when I was doing rankings and everything, and I'm like, well, you got to look forward. Like you got like, who's taking a step forward this season? Sure. Guys like AJ Brown should be a lot better. 
from oh, what yeah. he's doing this year. Calvin Ridley is starting to come on a little bit before yep. the injury or the personal reason that he couldn't go to London. But you're like, okay, these are the guys. And I'm like, you know, with Devonte Adams, I'm like, you can't just assume that that production's always going to be the same. Like, look what happened to Michael Thomas yeah. from one year to the next. He goes from the most prolific season yeah. for an NFL receiver to be in, you know, the middle of the pack. And not that Devonte Adams would ever be middle of the pack, but you're like, okay, but like, don't just assume he's going to be the number one guy again. And I'm like, oh wait, we yeah. should have just assumed it. You guys were right. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Everybody who called me a clown, like, yeah, I, I get, I'm guilty of that as anybody because I'm trying sure. to look forward. Okay, if you want to look in the almanac and go pick out your players that way, that's fine. But you know, like when I roll into it, when I roll yeah. into New York City, you know what? I'm not going to Qdoba. You know, I'm going to try to find something that's unique to the region that I'm in. Like if I'm in Hell's Kitchen, I'll go to like, like I always go to House of Brews. So that's not a good example. But I always <laughs> try to find something new. I'll eat somewhere else and then go get a drink there before I leave. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I don't know. I I'm, just, I'm just trying to be forward thinking. But Devontae Adams, uh, really good, and they're going to have to franchise tag him at some they're point. If you want to, if you want to let him and Aaron, want to let him and Aaron leave, like that's cool too. Well, Devontae, I I mean, they want to extend Devontae. They're not going to have the money to franchise tag him because they are so ridiculously in debt with the cap next year. It's bad. Where's all their money spent? Uh, I mean, so here's the problem. One, Aaron Rodgers, a big chunk of that. Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith. Those are big chunks of those contracts as well. They just paid Aaron Jones. David Bakhtiari is the highest, well, was the highest paid left tackle. Kenny Clark, the highest paid nose tackle. Like all of this money, Amos is getting a decent contract. And the issue is like, Jair Alexander is in his fifth year of his rookie oh, deal yeah. next year. Like that's going to be built. Elton Jenkins, who has shown that he literally can play any spot on the offensive line. That's going to be a big deal. Like all our wide receivers besides Amari Rogers are on the final deal of their contract. Like there's, there's going to be some cuts that are going to be made oh, uh, next year. There's going to be some gutting that's going to be going on. I know you're just going to be sitting there going. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, that was the thing too, is, uh, popping off the night of the draft like we want we want rogers to stay like i want to be the one like you want to be the one like people i don't know why i don't know why some fans don't understand this of like we want to we want to eventually be the one who sends aaron Rodgers out of town i'm not saying that it's going to be sure but i was like that's what you would want like i don't want to win because somebody left like we were just better like we eventually farewell tour like uh, when he's yeah. on that last year in the Vikings where you're just like, go, just get out. Beating the crap out of him. You know, uh, you, you think of like the Bulls, like the Bulls, it was, you You want to beat the Pistons. Sure. You want to beat the Celtics. You want to eventually get over on them. You don't want them to just, you don't want Larry Bird to leave the conference. And then you, don't you want, win. Yeah. yeah, like that's not, that's not fair. It's like being a Rockets fan. Like you won two titles because Jordan wasn't there. Like, how does that feel? Like, do you feel really good about that? It's like the Dodgers winning a 60 game world series. Like that's not a real thing. Like you fine, like make a t-shirt and do whatever, but it's like, it's not a real thing. So I think for bears fans. And I said this like afterwards, after the game on Sunday, I said, all right, I was very impressed with the way that they handled themselves, the game plan, everything. Not, not a perfect game, but like, this is, this is winning. This is a winning formula. Let's go, let's go beat the Packers. And then somebody's like, oh, be careful what you wish for. The Packers, they've been beating all these teams with all their injuries. I said, you know what? You're right. Fuck it. Let's uh let's not call off the game then. There's let's no just, reason. Let's not even show up. Let's not even this, dress. This guy on Instagram says that we don't have a chance. So never mind, everybody. Not, We're gonna call, call them the and take the week off. 
it's second done. week off. It's, it's <laughs> second bye week. Yeah, and, I, I mean, and 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 in, and in fairness, and in fairness, yeah, obviously the Packers have a lot of injuries, and I will not. If we win this week, I will be very encouraged, and I'll be very pleased. I will acknowledge that the torch hasn't been passed, but it's a it's a start. Eventually, it, we're gonna have to win one in Lambo. I think that's yeah. the thing. Like that's what it's gonna I'm, come down to. We're eventually it, gonna have to win one in the Lambo, and I think that you know what, I'm glad. I don't know. Like, I kind of wish we could get the Lambo game out of the way now. Yeah. Be like, okay, now you know, we'll get them back in Soldier Field later. Uh, kind of like 2018, lost yeah. that one in Lambo. Like, but that worked out. Uh, because eventually they got it all together. I swear to God, that game will never. That, that game. That game was that, wild. That game, like that, cost the Bears. I think a trip to the Super Bowl. There were three games. What are we? Sure. Three games. That game, the stupid loss to the Giants. The stupid loss to Brock Osweiler with the, with a Cody Parkey miss. Like what the f, Nagy? Drive down a little bit more. They were playing well. Like, dude, yep. go for it here. Like, who cares? Changes the if, seedings, and then who knows? Maybe. Then the That's Rams, it. the Bears have a bye in week two, or the, the Bears get the bye. They get the two seed, so they don't play the Eagles in that first round. And then if the Rams, if the Rams had to come back to Soldier Field. After they got dismantled. And I know that everybody credits Bill Belichick for figuring out golf. Like it was yeah. the Bears who knocked him around and the and the Rams somehow stumbled their way forward. They would have beat them. I'm not saying they would have gone to New Orleans to win the NFC championship game, but I'm like, I'm not saying that they wouldn't have either. You know, the the, the Saints have not been great in the playoffs for a lot of years. Yeah. That you know what that goes. I know that I always like to focus in on the Packers failing in the playoffs all the time the saints they i don't know why like it's fun for me i think it's because the bears fan base like it's not like we're successful we can't point to our own success and by the way like and it sucks that the bucks won because it was always fun to be like you guys don't win other sports and i'm like just don't like i i could not tell you how much i was rooting against the Bucks. don't (laughs) don't take that narrative away from us because it's so fun at least the brewers lost so that was great by the way, National League, I swear to God, this is the thing. And I, I, you can tell I don't like the Dodgers either. But it's like the Dodgers have a free pass to the World Series every year. They play one tough team and they always play that tough team either in the one game playoff, which they did with the Cardinals, or the three game or the five game playoff, which they're doing with the Giants. Now they're in a best of seven against the Braves. Will the Braves even win a game? Probably not. Maybe one, but that's it. But, <laughs> I forget what my point was. Oh, but us making fun of like the pack, like you guys always fold. It's like, yeah. I think the saints have been worse. I think the saints are the biggest, the most guilty offenders Oof. of that. And their Super Bowl wins over Peyton Manning, which barely counts because the way that guy plays in the playoffs. And, and of course, who did he beat in the Super Bowl? The only Super Bowl, actually Peyton Manning never won a Super Bowl. I always say this Peyton Manning never won a Super Bowl. He was on two Super Bowl winning teams. That Broncos one, definitely not him. <laughs> definitely not him. And the Tampa 2 falling down in the rain, playing against Rex Grossman. Like, you beat Rex Grossman. Like, Rex congratulations. Grossman. Congratulations. Rex At least, like, Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know why I feel like I have to defend you, because you guys are so mean to me that I shouldn't do this. But it's like, you went out and won that game. Like, you defeated the Steelers. I, to that point, no, they had lost Super Bowl 30 to the Cowboys. But, like, they beat a real team. Mm-hmm. A real franchise with real success with a quarterback who has multiple Super Bowl wins. 
Like that was a real win. Like I, I can't, yeah. I was actually in that stadium for that game. I was sitting with it. I was, with, I was sitting with Damashek and I don't know how, like Dave had become like a, a Rogers fan. And I'm like, this isn't fair because like, <laughs> I need, I need something because no matter what happens, you're going to be thrilled that Aaron Rodgers won his first Super Bowl. Yep. So I, I can't make fun. Like either the Packers are going to win and this is going to be terrible. Yep. Or the Steelers are going to win and you're going to be happy. And then I'm not going to enjoy that. Like it's not, no, I'm it's trapped not, either way. <laughs> it's not fun. Like at least, at least we made up for it because we were together at Super Bowl 48 when Peyton Manning got blown out. Oh God. That was the true. And it, you know, and people always ask me, they're like, why do you hate Manning so much? I'm like, how have you not done like the basic level of like digging down one layer who beat the super, who beat the bears in the super bowl most recently? Like, Oh, <laughs> I get it now. Like nobody, it's not deep. (laughs) Nobody makes that leap. They're like, I don't understand this. I can't get to the bottom of this riddle. It's like I hate the Seahawks. Like with a bird, I will always hate the Seahawks with a burning passion. Why? I don't care. You're not even in the same division. Like God, like never. Like people always ask me, like, what team do you hate the most? I'm like, the Vikings are up there, and then it's the Seahawks. Like the Seahawks are right there. I would say, and I've said this to like, I was saying this the other day. I said to, to 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 Packer fans of a certain age, the team they hate the most has to be the Seahawks. Yeah, like they don't even care about the Bears. The Bears yeah. are the Lions to them. Like it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and it's weird too because um, there are members of my family who the team that they hate the most is the 49ers. Yep, because they go back to the 80s. They hate the 49ers and they hate the Washington football team. Like those were the teams. Like they just yeah. hated them. Like they hate. They despise. Yeah, I, I'm them. not a fan of the 49ers either. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, them as well. Yeah. But it's funny. Like my dad's old enough to remember this. Like he was alive in the 60s, so he's like, of course, he would hate the Packers. And they even then the Bears weren't good in the 60s, but sure. still, like that. There's he he knows the history. Like he's the history. He actually, there. he actually has a weird connection to hating the Cardinals uh, because he used to go to games at Comiskey Field. Okay. And, you know, be like, oh, yeah. He's like, we couldn't get into Soldier Field for Bears games, but you could go to the Bears, yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals and, game, yeah. and do that. So it's it's funny, like the, the age thing. So I think that, yeah, for a lot of kids, it's the Seahawks. Seahawks, That's the worst the Seahawks. Team. Well, of course, you know, it, <laughs> I hate them. They, it's funny because, like, you kind of provide a different perspective because Packer fans are looking at this year as like the last dance with Aaron Rodgers, you know, potentially Devontae Adams as well. A lot of people might not be on this team next year, but it, I think that's just a super interesting note that you're kind of looking at this. Like, listen, we got two opportunities to like kick his ass while he's out, yeah. like, in his way out the door. So it's kind of like the last dance for you, but just a completely different perception. I'm looking at they'd be like, I want his like last memory at Soldier Field is getting his ass kicked. 100%. I really do. Like we, we've had some good moments against Aaron, yeah. even though it's as lopsided as it's been. It I, I alluded to the back sack. Also the Jay Cutler Thanksgiving game. I love Inexplicable. Jay Cutler. Love him. The inexplicable Jay Cutler beating the Packers on Thanksgiving game. Will that just be something like, I can't, it was my daughter's first Thanksgiving. Um, I'll never forget that. I was literally weeping and like everybody, like um, my daughter's mother's family does not understand, you know, like they're not super sport. Like they're not really into sports that much at all. So they don't understand why I'm crying. I'm like my girl's first Thanksgiving was Jay Cutler beating the Packers in Lambeau field. Like they're, it's amazing. 
Like, yeah. I don't know. It's the dumbest thing that'll bring me joy, but it, but it actually <laughs> Your happens. darkest hours. You're just like, we beat the, I actually, <laughs> I actually asked, um, this question on good morning football weekend. I said, who loves Jay Cutler the most Packers fans or D'Angelo Hall? <laughs> but D'Angelo's there. Yeah. And D'Angelo just kind of sit there and smiling. I'm like, Hey, you had 43 career interceptions. How many of those came against Jay Cutler? 30? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Are we, are we up? Are we that low? Is it only 30? I, I love it so much. So this Sunday to wrap kind of things up here this Sunday, you got a uh, bears Packers. It's in soldier yeah. field. Um, we didn't even talk about soldier field, potentially moving on from soldier field. I did oh. want to ask you about that. Can we talk about that for a moment? Can we? Um, can we? Yes, please. If you go to Arlington Heights and go to the, um, go to the racetrack there yeah, and go to the stands. Uh, if you face downtown Chicago, you can see it. You can take a photo of it. That's the cool thing about Illinois. It's flat. It's flat. You can see for a long way. Like I go to, I've been to SoFi Stadium. Yeah. That, that uh, concerts, not quite ready, but having to go to SoFi Stadium for work, like, okay, I'll make it happen. SoFi Stadium is not in Los Angeles. It's in the city of Inglewood. Like I, I said this the other day and I'm like, yeah, like, like uh, the, the Rams and Chargers don't play in Los Angeles. They're like, well, Inglewood. I thought Inglewood was in Los Angeles. I'm like, you just named another city. That's not Los Angeles. Like Inglewood, that's the name of the city. It's not <laughs> Los Angeles. They're like, well, it's LA County. I'm like, well, I, I, Arlington Heights is in Cook County. Yeah. Like, I, checkmate. Like, what do you want from me? Like, this is the way a lot of these NFL stadiums are constructed yeah. is that you need space. And yeah. NFL, NFL stadiums in downtowns don't often work. No. The reason, the reason being is that, you know, downtown stadiums are great for baseball. Because people are there during the week. Baseball's Monday. Like, it's seven yep. days a week. And people go to the games Monday, Wednesday, Monday through Friday. Yep. You can make a trip downtown. It makes perfect sense. For the NFL games, you need to be out in the suburbs where the people live. And you have to have parking lots. And you have to do whatever. And, you know, they have public transportation. Not every... Believe it or not, people go to the NFL games and, and don't have alcohol. So, that's, you know, that's... Yeah, that's yeah. true. It happens sometimes. I've done it plenty of times. And so I think that that's a perfect spot for it. I'm like, there's a lot of people on the north side of town that go to these. Yeah. Games. Like, I, I want to see a roster. Where's like the home ad? Like, you don't have to print the home addresses. Just tell us the home city of the Bears season ticket holders. Where do the like, I, there'll be a cluster. It'll be yeah. Arlington Heights. It'll be Schaumburg, Hoffman Estates, Downers Grove, yeah. Sandwich, Newark, whatever. You know, like it'll be I mean, a like, lot of no to your point though. I mean, and this is this is what I always call the Giants and Jets, the Jersey Giants and Jets, because yeah. like they're not even in our state. Like the only New yeah. York team is Buffalo, but because right. they're like six hours away from the city, nobody counts them. But like to your point, like that's why it's out in the Meadowlands and they built like this huge mall now that's like over to the side of it. But yeah, I mean to to your point, like you need that space and you need like that. So yeah. I mean, are you, are you like, okay with it? Like, are you like, yeah. feeling like sentimental about soldier field or is it kind of just like, listen, once I went to SoFi stadium, yeah, I was like, Oh F this. Yeah. Get us a new I stadium. Want <laughs> I want the thing is though, the McCaskies, you know, they're, you know, one of the oldest families still yep. in control of their team, whatever you do, sell 40% of it to Jeff Bezos or Mark Cuban or somebody 
to build the stadium to make sure like you got yeah like whatever you got to do like it's got to be a better version of sofi which seems impossible at the moment but it's got to be like that you got to have the village around it and it's not like arizona like arizona's like their stadium's out in the middle of nowhere as well they don't play in phoenix but Arizona is all desert. Like there's nobody, yeah. like there's too much open space. Like Correct. this is the burbs. Like everybody's out there already. Like you're by the airport. You're by O'Hare. Yeah. You're fine. So I am now in favor of it. And remember, like the bears had been in soldier field since about 1970. I think it was. And it's cool to be on the lake, but once you built the spaceship on top of it, I think like, ah, you kind of like. Killed the you whole kind of, you kind of, you kind of changed it. It's like yeah. when the Yankees, rebuilt yankee stadium you're like no nope, it's done like you should have just moved somewhere else like i done. still honestly have not been to new yankee stadium <laughs> i will not, i backed out of that one and this was like pre-pandy and everything i just was like you know what i don't i'm gonna go to stands and hang out and swap some stories with people which i actually did so yeah for me i i, I think it'd be fine like if it was some place that they've been playing in since the 30s then he'd be like, okay, yeah. I'm more, I'm more pissed that they tore down the original Comiskey Park, that they tore down the original Chicago Stadium for the United Center. Like those are, those are egregious. And I'm like, if we've torn down those cathedrals, yeah. Then like Soldier Field does not get no. You were third on that pecking order. They're play soccer. It's still, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, do whatever. Like, I actually, so, if I was the yeah. White Sox, I would move there. I'd be like, let's just build the stadium there on the water. Is it? Is it supposed to be a dome? Like yeah, it'll be it'll be a roof, you know, similar so, to what you see in Minnesota. So you're literally just gonna have one stadium in the NFC North that's gonna be outdoor now, and it's just gonna be the Packers. Basically, till they put a canopy up. <laughs> but you know what? Here's my thing, and this was always my dad's point. Big party tent. Is uh like they talk about like bear weather and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, 1988, the Bears played host to the soft ass San Francisco 49ers in like negative 20 degree temperatures and Joe Montana and them beat them by 40. So I'm like, yeah. let's it's done. We're tired in the eighties. It did work against the Rams. I think in 85, like that was to their benefit. Sure. Even kind of worked against the giants. Sean Lindetta couldn't even punt the ball. So I don't know. I mean, I've, I've said, this is not like a popular stance. You watch the Packers Super Bowl run that we were just talking about. And how Aaron Rodgers usually plays in domes, like usually lights it up. Like I, I want to go back and actually see, like him compare. But I said this for a while that Lambo, any other time besides like the dead of winter, you know, and that might be an advantage, you know, against opposing teams coming from warm weather. Yeah, like Rodgers plays really well in domes. Like he just plays yeah. really, really well. So, well, what about Kaepernick? When he would come in there bare sleeved, oh god, and run right through yep, your defense. I'm, I'm very, I remember very well. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help out. Didn't didn't help out. Or look at Tampa; they play in Florida. <laughs> yeah, so it uh it happens. But um, it's been uh it's been great, bud, having you on the show. It's been, no, it's, it's been, been fun. I appreciate great, uh, it. Talking not, once again, not contentious. Just sitting here. I think it's fun to like when you're online, sometimes you got to kind of like, I don't know, you have, it, there's a different tenor, but I think now we can sit here and be very realistic about how our teams are, where our oh, teams sure. are, where we're going. And I think it's fine. I do. It would be cool to one day. I mean, it happened. You know, there was one NFC championship game that did not work out in our favor, Great game, but you know, but fuck. 
I that pass to Greg Olson <laughs> against the Seahawks, I thought was it. Like, okay, now it's it's over. Now we got the defense, we got the quarterback, got this Greg Olson. This is gonna be amazing. Nope. <laughs> nope. That Packers team barely made the playoffs. Like, didn't they have to win like six games? They were, yeah, they were the sixth seed. They just snuck in. Damn it. I don't know that the Bears would have beaten the Steelers, but still, it'd be fun to find out. I love it. Adam, tell the people where they can find you, all the things that you're doing, because you're doing lots of things. Right. Tell them where they can check you out. Well, I think people, you know what? The NFL Network's already paying me. So let's talk about stuff like TikTok. (laughs) I'm I'm making, like sometimes, like TikTok, I have not mastered yet. So I don't know what's going on with that. But TikTok, you can find me on Instagram. Um, Obviously, YouTube. I'm going to throw out some, some links. I'm trying to be more consistent with that, but my schedule, you know, you got to arrange things to make sure that you can get in there and get it going. But uh, yeah. So uh, check out the links on YouTube, subscribe. It's not always obnoxious, but probably is for a lot of you. So I understand if you don't want to do that, but in any event, I would just appreciate you a subscription and then mute me and then do whatever that way, you know, that way I can live high on the hog someday. That's it. Um, It's been a pleasure. Folks, go check them out. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go back, go.